with NFL training camps getting underway this week and the next couple of weeks, uh, been asked a lot about guys that may break out in training camp. It's an overused term. It usually is overused like everything is. But I'm going to go through history over the past, I don't know, eight, ten years of some of the more break, uh, what I would call breakout players in training camp. Guys that really in training camp we knew were really, they broke out and they were really better than maybe people might have thought. That is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns than you can ever hope to expect on the NFL, on college football, over at LandryFootball.com. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be. It's for the best information on college football in the NFL. For the boss players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. Check it out today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share to the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So training camp is always an interesting time um, where guys maybe step out. I mean, Zach Thomas was an afterthought after the 96 draft. Um, You know, uh, and he was a special teams guy. He was a fifth-round guy, and he ended up, um, you know, supplanting Jack Del Rio as a starter. Uh, he's going to enter the Hall of Fame. Uh, so many players follow that path. So I'm going to give you some guys that really jumped out in training camp and maybe weren't much wasn't expected of them going into it. Orlando Brown, tackle for the Ravens. A lot of teams had serious doubts about the Oklahoma star. Baby Zeus, he had made 40 starts. He was a 2017 All-American, estimated at 350 pounds, slowest 40 time of any player. His father, Orlando, had nine pro seasons. Um, he wound up starting 10 games that year. But the real breakthrough came in 19 when he made his first of four straight Pro Bowls, two with Baltimore, two with Kansas City. Brown played for both tackle both tackle spots. He's the anchor of the Bengals' offensive line. But to me, he was a breakout guy in training camp. Jeremy Chen recently with the Panthers, a safety. Um, you know, he was, he was a second-round pick in the 20 draft. He was a summer sensation, and he carried that production directly into the regular season. Physical, hard-hitting safety, can line up at linebacker and nickel. He was in on 717 tackles and two fumbles at the rookie year. He remains a cock for that new coaching staff there. Max Crosby of the Raiders. Um, you know, he's um, you know a guy that had a lot of potential. He was a fourth-round draft pick out of Eastern Michigan in 19. Not high expectations, but um, he was a highly intense, highly aggressive guy. He quickly brought in, broke into the lineup, just really stood out in camp. And, you know, he's led the team in sacks and tackles for losses, quarterback hits. He's been been outstanding. Antonio Gibson of the Commanders, um, running back there, solid receiver and kick returner coming out of Memphis. Third round of the 20 draft. He had the fortune of, uh, you know, uh, of working with a coach who had worked with Christian McCaffrey and thought that maybe this could be uh, a guy that could be more effective out of the backfield. And boy, was Ron right. Uh, he, Gibson, swiftly, quickly and smoothly transitioned during that summer. He rushed for 795 yards, 247 receiving, 11 scoring touchdowns, uh, mediocre quarterback play, uh, but still looked very well, did a good job. What about uh, Snacks Harrison, Damon Snacks Harrison, defensive tackle with the Jets? It's not true that 
Um, you know, he wasn't the guy that people thought. People thought he might be someone that was going to be a weight problem. What he did in 12 and especially the next year, rising from undrafted free agent out of William Penn to become the only player from that school to make it in the NFL. Um, you know, Rex Ryan saw some things in him. He started every game the next three seasons. He was a guy that clogged up the middle, uh, made a lot of tackles, uh, and he's been outstanding. Of course, he's, uh, you know, he's been good for a number of teams. Uh, DeAndre Hardy, the wide receiver kick returner of the Saints, uh, was, uh, until the 22 season was known as Deontay Harris. Um, it was using his former name that he broke in through the Saints and he changed it to honor his stepfather. But Hardy was an undrafted free agent 19, came out of Assumption College. And um, the Worcester, Massachusetts school was all everything there. Kick return or receiver, division two, all decade team, all of that. But uh, the jump to the NFL wasn't as challenging as it usually is. He made his mark during training camp in preseason, uh, taking over kickoff returns for Sean Payton and punt returns for him as well. Um, you know, he's played very well. Uh, they Bill signed him as a free agent. Aaron Jones, the Packers running back. Dependability, versatility. They don't stand out for a fifth-round pick out of Texas El Paso, hoping to break through, but they both served him well in 17. He stuck with Green Bay as a backup. A few opportunities. He got a lot of carries when he repeated that in his second year. Scored eight touchdowns. He's, um, before replaced Mike McCarthy as coach, um, Aaron Rodgers liked him a lot. Just really, really good, reliable, reliable player. Last year, it was Isaiah Pacheco, the running back of the Chiefs. Um, they chose him in the seventh round. Um you know, fitting into that offense helps a bunch. Um, but at Rutgers, he showed cutting ability, power, great motor. And, you know, there's there's no question that he is the reason why they've moved, probably moved on mentally from Todd Edwards or Lair. Um, it's just an outstanding, you know, guess it looked like he was going to be a kick return. Then he, Reed and Bienemy saw this. This is a go-to guy. A crucial role in their run to the title. He ran for 830 yards, five touchdowns, 197 yards on the ground in the postseason. And he's just been been outstanding. Um, J.K. Scott, the punter for the Packers. They're tougher jobs in the NFL than punting. But, boy, that's an important job. And he got the challenge in 18 and fifth-round pick uh, from Alabama. Um, just simply outstanding. He's handled playing in the cold weather. He's nailed 29 punts inside the 20 um, last couple of years. Um, so just, just an outstanding get for them. Adam Thielen, the wide receiver of the Vikings. He didn't seem like a candidate to, to be a great receiver in the league and instead became one of the best number two wideouts in the league. He was not the top gun playing with Stephon Diggs or Justin Jefferson, but what a career he's had. Undrafted out of Minnesota State, he stuck locally, versatility, resourceful. Um, you know, um, just a lot of traits, more of a special team type mentality. Spot receiver is a lot better than that. Great route runner. One of the best in the league. He's been really outstanding. Dar Darren Waller, tight end of the Raiders, um, tight end from Georgia Tech, went to the Ravens in the sixth round, became an afterthought in the first two seasons. Fortunate for him, the Raiders signed him and he broke through the next preseason, 18 total reception, two scores, but his rapport with Derek Carr was really evident in camp, 
and um, really, really stuck. Tariq Woolen, the corner from Seattle. Um, a lot of attention was paid to Sauce Gardner, and rightly so. I thought he was the best corner in the league. Tariq Woolen could have easily, I think, would have fit that mold if it wasn't for Sauce having such a great year. He would have been the best um, in the league last year. He's the fifth rounder out of Texas San Antonio. Got a little Richard Sherman in him. Um, and just simply outstanding. So he was third in defensive rookie of the year voting and, and certainly could have finished second, certainly in the conversation of the best. So those are some of the guys in recent years that have stood out in training camp. So keep that in mind as training camps are underway. Um, you're going to hear about guys that maybe are standout. Some of them may stick. Some of them may not stick. Some of them may end up being good. Some of them may be great. Some of them uh, may be disappointing relative to their early success. But these are some examples that you can really make a mark in training camp. And so we wanted to point it out to you. A reminder, again, you can uh, get more detailed breakdowns of the college game, the pro game over at LandryFootball.com. So check out our football season sale today. Folks, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our football season sale is the best one we've got going. It is um, it's 12 months. It'll take you everything through the season, through the offseason, you name it, we got it. Um, you, if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, folks, we give it to you from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective that no one else can give you. So if you want to be the most informed fan around, check out LandryFootball.com today. Also subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you. We'll talk to you again next time on the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Again, subscribe, like, and share on Apple or Spotify. Uh, and we'll see you over at LandryFootball.com. Talk to you soon, everyone.